Hi everyone, welcome to the Oslo Raw podcast. This is Tiril Refsum, the founder and owner of Scandinavia's largest plant-based cafe chain and wellness concept Oslo Raw, um, which is all about pleasure and taking care of yourself and finding the happiness in the smallest of things in our daily lives. Which brings me to this amazing episode with Jessie DeLow, which is all about that manifestation, creating the simple pleasure, the life that is good, you know, the simple moments, and yet build our fantastic dreams. I am so excited to share this episode with you, and lean back and enjoy the ride. Exactly. It sort of bypasses the conscious mind and the thinking mind and goes deeper into the subconscious of what you're not really aware of. And that's where the magic is. That's where you can really transform. And that's actually what got me interested in doing the work that I'm doing now, which I still, you know, I I think my work as an art therapist really lends itself to everything that I do but I'm doing manifestation coaching with people and helping people create their dream reality through reshaping their subconscious mind. So I think the work that I did with people in art therapy really revealed to me how much you can alter, you know, that inner world based on just being able to get in there and have awareness of it. But how do you know where you're manifesting from? It's like, is it your ego? Is it your heart? How do we navigate our manifestation? Well, that's a huge part of it. So being a skillful manifester, because we are always manifesting, that's a good point. It's like, where is this manifestation arising from? So you created something, there's a cause and there's an effect. The effect is the physical form that takes place, the manifestation Um, or the feeling or whatever the product is that you've created, there was something that caused that. And oftentimes it is the intention, the thought that it's it, right? And so what is your intention and where is your intention based? I think that's such a beautiful question that you ask. Like, is it your heart? Is it your ego? I think if we all sat down and before we created, if we were consciously creating, we'd say, okay, why do I want this? Why am I creating this? How can I really craft an intention that serves my highest good and the highest good of everyone around me and not just doing things because I want more and I want more and I want more because then you're never actually satisfied and the feeling is never actually, um, you know, complete. You're never feeling, okay, I did that and I got what I wanted. It's like if the intention is just more and more and more because I want to feed my ego, it will never be fed, you know? But if it's like, I'm creating this because I have a strong passion about this. Like if you know how you want to feel, because it doesn't always have to be some altruistic intention either. You could just want to get a really awesome car because you want to drive that car and you want to feel really good in that car, right? But if you're getting that car to impress someone or because, you know, someone thinks you can't do it or because, you think it's going to make you look cooler than you actually are, but you actually don't feel that good about yourself, then it's not going to do anything. But if you can attach to the feeling of, oh, I'm going to feel free in that car. I'm going to feel my best. I'm going to feel like the most activated version of myself. and I'm going to have fun in that car. That's a great intention, right? But if it's coming from a place of, I don't feel good about myself, but that car is going to make me feel good about myself 
right? That's not really, that's coming from a place of lack. But if we are in a place of lack and we, we are so shut off, you know, in our hearts and we are not connected with our soul, we don't even understand what, if I say manifestation is like nothing really resonates and we're so off. How do we connect with our heart's desires if that is something we are, we are so far away from, which this is normal, you know? Most many yeah. people I know, they're like, they don't know, they don't know really, you know, how to regain that balance and connection with our heart's desires and how do we manifest from there? Yeah, well, I think it takes really, first of all, just slowing down a bit, because oftentimes we're operating on autopilot very, very unconsciously, just based on old patterns, based on what we've been told to do, what we see around us. And so if things are not feeling good, that's just a clue. It's a hint. There doesn't need to be judgment around it, but it's like, okay, something's not working. Let's plus press pause for a moment and just take inventory. What's happening in my life, right? The first place to start is the present. Like where you're at right now is a great indication of, okay, what can I do? How can I take full responsibility for this life that I've created? People stay very stuck by blaming other people for their circumstances, right? Or blaming external things for their circumstances. It's very easy to do that, but there's not much change that happens from that mindset. And so in the present moment, you're not feeling good, which is valid. And many of us are not feeling good, right? Many of us are burnt out right now. Many of us are feeling disconnected or feeling depressed or feeling whatever you're feeling right now is totally valid. And it's, you know, it's perfect the way it is, but if you're desiring a shift, you have to take inventory of your life and say, okay, what is my current circumstances? What's going on that feels good? What's going on that doesn't feel good? Where do I want to shift things? And what have I been doing to create this reality, right? And so have I been creating this reality, the same sort of pattern from maybe childhood, maybe it's from a trauma that I had, or maybe it's just something I learned, I picked up from someone, you know, but it's never, ever too late to shift the way you feel and shift the way things look in your life. It just takes really like the actual effort of pausing, taking inventory, taking responsibility for everything that you've created, and then deciding very, very clearly what it is that you want to change so that you know where you want to go. And then creating a clear, very, very conscious intention, which is what we were talking about before, why you want something, what you're creating very specifically, and also why you're creating it and how you want to feel as a result of that, how you want to feel different from how you feel right now. And then what you want to do is match that feeling state that you're going for by setting your intention. You know, so I want, um, let's just go back to the car. I want the car. I'm feeling, let's say I'm feeling really, um, really down and out. I'm feeling really, you know, stuck in my life. And I feel this car represents something that I want. Right. And so how am I going to match the feeling state of what I think that that car is going to provide? Okay. Well, I'm going to feel free. I'm going to feel joyful. I'm going to feel, you know, really confident with this car. And this is a superficial thing, an example that I'm giving, but oftentimes people have these sort of material um, goals that they have, which is fine, as long as they're aware of what, you know, it means to them, because sometimes you don't even need to get the material thing if you are, identify the feeling state that you're after. And so all of these things I just listed, okay, how can I bring that to myself in the present moment? 
how can I feel more confident? How can I feel more free? How can I feel more joyful? You know, chances are you, it has nothing to do with the car. You don't need the car. How can I bring those things? What makes me feel those things on a daily basis? The tiniest little shift in your day to day. What makes me feel the opposite of those things? What makes me feel sad? What makes me feel stuck? What makes me feel, you know, insecure? How can I face those things and see how I can shake it up? to change my present moment, to match up with what I think I'm going to gain when I get that car or get whatever it is that you want. So how little is necessary to make a big change? Like how many minutes a day? Is it a one meditation or is it like during the day? So your life can change in a split second. We all know this, right? Like for better or for worse, right? we all know that feeling where life just turns itself on its head in one split second. That's what's so crazy about life. And so exhilarating too, right? Like we just don't ever know what's going to happen. And it's the same thing in that you can change your life in a split second, you know, a radical new way of thinking, a radical new perspective, your entire life changes. And we've all experienced that when just, you know, you get furious about something and your whole day is then this like dark cloud and you can spiral and you can get in a fight and then like you're done for the day or you can be, you know, decide, okay, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to actually, you know, not react and I'm going to have the best day ever. Right. And so it's the balls in our court. Most of the times how we react, how we perceive the world can shift. We are, our brains have neuroplasticity, which means we can actually shift the way that our minds and brains receive information, the way that they, you know, they pick up on and see the world. It's like a new pair of glasses when you're seeing out of focus. And then you go to the, the, you know, eye doctor, they say, Oh, actually here's this new pair of glasses. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I've been looking at the world for these, you know, distorted lenses for so long. And I didn't even realize It's the same thing. Like we can always upgrade our vision, our internal vision, and also upgrade our software in our brain, right? We like, there's constant upgrades to be had. We're never done. It's not like you do X, Y, and Z and hello that, you know, everything's smooth sailing. It's not that way. It's, it's a constant evolution. It's a constant, you know, being willing to shift and, you know, nobody's perfect. And I think anyone who says that they are, you know, is kind of crazy because we all are human. That's part of it is also accepting that like, you're not always happy. You're not always making the right decision. It's always sort of a process of learning. And the more evolved you become, the less of the same mistakes you make, and then you make new ones to learn, right? Because I think when you're stuck, you make the same mistakes over and over because you're not willing to take responsibility to change your actions. That's it. Hallelujah. That's it. <laughs> But if you're really like physically sick, you know, okay. if you're uh, having some stomach issues or digestive issues, like or your knees or brain or whatever, Is it possible to actually make the change internally in your head, like feel it, think it without doing much of a change externally and then become completely healthy? I mean, in my opinion, I think action is incredibly important, right? I think, you know, there's cases where someone, there's nothing that they can do physically. Let's say someone's, you know, in a, a paraplegic in a wheelchair and they've, been told this is your destiny, your, 
going to be in this wheelchair forever. There's always been miracles that have happened that have changed that. And I think if someone has strong enough will and has the ability to like their, their mind is over that matter and they haven't, you know, accepted that as a truth, maybe they'll be able to overcome that. Right. Maybe there's some also technology, you know, shifts and change and things can be invented. So if you don't give up and you're always seeking for, you know, and hopeful for something, you never know. But I think if you just, you know, all the, all the wishing and all the hoping and the positive imagery is amazing, but it has to be paired with action, right? You've got to walk the walk because these, the, the thoughts in your mind create the action, which creates the, you know, the results, the manifestation. So if you're just sitting around not doing anything about it, you can think all you want you can live this fantasy in your head, but in reality, you're not actually living that life. And so I think the thing we have to understand is that the thought, anything that you see around you in your life started with a thought. You had an idea or a thought that came in that said, I want to make, you know, uh, a salad for lunch. And then boop, a salad appeared and you ate it, right? And so the thought created the action, which then creates the health in your body, right? And because you decided to make a salad because you knew that when you ate that salad, it was going to give you energy. You're going to feel light. You're going to feel really, you know, um, the best version of yourself because you know that salads make you feel really good if they do. Maybe not everyone has that, that same feeling, but very easily you could have made a different choice and felt, you know, I'm going to eat a, a cheeseburger for lunch and then I'm going to feel really sluggish. And I'm not going to have the energy. And so it's really about the thought and then thinking it through to how you want to feel as a result of the action that creates the change. But without the action, you're missing your life, right? Like you're not really doing anything. Yeah, but can there be like a balance there? Like, is it possible to do too much action and forget to actually let go and just receive? What What's the balance there? Like letting go, action, receiving, giving, going, going for it, leaning back. Absolutely. Well, that goes back to your initial question about your intention, right? So the way in which you're you're going about something, if you're like, there's some people who are obsessive about wellness, right? They're like, they're not having any fun. They're not, they're just obsessive. Everything has to be so healthy that like it becomes a chore or something, right? Like exercise becomes this torturous thing. That's actually not wellness. That's like torturing yourself. And that's taking the joy and the pleasure out of something. You know, we only get so long to live on this earth. Like you have to find the pleasure and the joy every can and make your choices, your reflection of that. That's if your highest intention is to serve yourself, you know, by like being a friend to yourself through this life, by making good choices, by, you know, just being aligned with your, with your thoughts and your actions and your beliefs, having everything be a reflection of your highest truth so that then you can uplift everyone around you. Right. And you can uplift the world as a result of that. So I think, you know, it's the intention and the way in which you are taking action that makes a huge difference. Yes. I totally, totally agree with you. There's sort of this element of letting go in manifestation where you create an intention you really, really connect to the thought and the feeling state. You take action, however is appropriate, and you release and you let go and you don't hang on to it. You don't grip, right? It's this visual of an open hand rather than a closed fist, right? The closed fist is not ready to receive, but that open hand is relaxed, it's receptive, 
And so when you're just like taking that like intense action every day, it's almost this like grind of a closed fist and you want to give space to receive what you want to call in. Is this like masculine and feminine if we talk? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I've been in my masculine so much and, you know, I get so much done. But then mm. I really forget to receive and to actually, I was just in one of my cafes and it was packed. It was like a party in the middle of the day. It was a Tuesday. I mean, this it's it's beautiful, but I, ha- I didn't have time to even look at it. I was like, okay, next fix, fix. And then I was like, but who is really receiving this manifest, mas- manifest, they mm-hmm. manifested dream that I've worked so hard. Yeah. It's so, so important to stop up, you know, and just. It's such a good point because if you think about it, like what was your intention behind creating this? Like you wanted to create this hub of people, like probably exactly what was happening. You were like, this is what I always longed for. And now that it's here, it's like onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And yes, there's business that needs to be, to get done. That's how things, you know, thrive if things, you know, get done. But there's also, like you said, the more that you can connect to, wow, tap into that energy that you were creating and here it is. And let me receive this. Let me charge myself with this. Let me enjoy this. That just creates more space for the bigger manifestation to come through. If there's like another level of your evolution and what you have to offer, because when you get locked into just like the minutia, the day-to-day of a, a job becomes, you know, less inspiring. Right. And it doesn't get that creative juice flowing, but when you're connected to that energy that you were creating, that's the source of that, of that joy for you, which unlocks all the possibilities for your life. That is kind of gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes gratitude is the only, like, if I'm really tired, I'm just grateful. You know, I just, I don't have any new dreams. I'm just so tired, but if I can just be grateful, I feel like that is manifesting something good. It doesn't have to be like the big dream or a new car, or sometimes you're just empty. You're tired, you're empty, you're just still, but that's even a good manifestation. Something can happen from that nothingness as well. 100% because it's like that mantra. Thank you more, please. Right. I like that one. It's simple. It's like, thank you more, please. Thank you more, please. Thank you for the goodness. Thank you for this gift for this blessing for this life for this breath for this day more of this please this I want more and so the more things that you can recognize in your life that you like that you appreciate like health health right that's a huge one it's like unless you really appreciate it it goes unnoticed until something goes wrong right and so when you recognize your health you recognize the love in your life you recognize the blessings the food the the abundance that you have that creates a snowball effect of attracting more and more and more of that which you like. The more on the flip side that you focus on what you don't like, that becomes the focus, that becomes the magnet for more of that. So it's important to recognize what's not working and to be real about taking inventory about what's not working, but to have that be your focus every day, this isn't working, this isn't working, I don't want that, I don't want that, just becomes a magnet for that which you don't want. Like the universe is like, okay, whatever, whatever you want. It's like, we're so powerful. We don't even know it. It's almost scary how much we can create in both ways, you know, good and bad. Absolutely. I know it is really, we don't give ourselves enough credit. We really don't. And we 
you know, sometimes just say, oh, I got lucky, right? Or, oh, um, unlucky too. But really it, it comes down to, if you think about your life now, it, a lot of the stuff that you dreamed of, probably even as like a little girl is what you're playing out right now. And same with me. And so these like thoughts that the more you think of them, the more you really believe that they can happen, they happen. And that's just what separates people who go on to do bigger things, um, you know, bigger things that people would think are really, really hard to do is that they really believe that they can. And they don't think that there's someone else better off to do it, but they think that they can step up to do it. It's like worthiness. But I was wondering, there's like a new time we're going into it. That's what I feel. It's um, it's a new era that we're in and going into. Are there some new rules that we get that can help us that is different that we need to think about in the future now coming? I mean, I think in, in so many ways, it's a new era. I mean, just in terms of like COVID times, that's a whole new kind of realm that we're in, which is, you know, we're all just navigating for the first time where we used to feel very, very um, uninhibited socially. And now I think there's like a bit more, obviously more caution and a little bit more separation and more fear that's around. Um, so I think navigating the new normal of this of this realm is, I think it's challenging people to really kind of come to terms with their aloneness um, and embrace it as like, you don't have to be lonely when you're alone. Like everyone was forced to spend a lot of time either by themselves or with a tight knit circle. And I think a lot of the clients that I've worked with, there was, um, there was this like kind of evaporation of FOMO. I don't know if you're familiar with the term FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out, right? Like, I think that was a lot of people's, you know, just sort of feeling left out, feeling like, oh, there's always something better to be doing, like go, 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 comparing themselves to other people. And I think this actually, when there was nowhere to go and nothing to do, and then everyone was forced to sort of slow down, that FOMO went away. And for the first time they were faced with just, okay, well, what am I doing on my own? How do I make myself happy? Right. And I think if you can truly make yourself happy on a day-to-day -day basis, and you can find joy and pleasure in like the mundane in like the ordinary, I think that's the secret to everlasting happiness and um, not to rely on others for that. Not to, even if you're in an incredible relationship and you're, you know, have, a wonderful family, all of those things, like that's amazing. And that's, you know, beautiful, but first and foremost, your, your most important relationship is with yourself. And so many people have so many great quote unquote, great relationships with everyone else, but a really, you know, poor relationship with themselves. And so it can only go so deep with other people if you haven't really fallen in love with yourself. So I think this new era, um, people really have to focus on themselves and their well-being and like slow down to take a look in the mirror. Okay, what have I, what have I been saying to myself on a daily basis? What is happening inside of my, in my head? How can I clean this up? How can I love myself? And life is so short. It's so silly to go even one day, not appreciating yourself. Like you're a miracle. Everyone's a miracle. And why would we ever like just be our own worst enemy. It's so, so silly. And it's such a shame that most people actually are this to themselves. But I think, I think your question might've been referring to like a different type of new realm that we're in. Um, 
I think you're spot on with the loving yourself because it comes down to what we started to talk about, you know, our soul and heart's true desires. It's it's time to maybe peel off some layers to really manifest what nourish our soul, you know? Yeah. And maybe that's just the clue for the future is to maybe slow down and listen more to ourselves. And maybe we don't need that much, you know? Maybe we actually just want some love <laughs> like to yeah. start with. Yeah, it's true. And I think, I think a lot of, you know, for the next couple of decades, like artificial intelligence would be, you know, a big part of this new change. And a lot of the things that took up a lot of people's like busy work and, and thinking will be replaced by AI. So it will create a lot of space for people to fill, right? And so it's like, how do we fill that space that was busy doing kind of mindless work or busy doing work where we don't have to do anymore. And so I think people going into a deeper level of consciousness, there's now the space for that. There's now the space to go inward where before it was just very action oriented or like having to do these different types of jobs that we won't have to do anymore. And so as long as everyone has, you know, the resources to survive and to feed their family, which I don't know. It seems like you guys have a better system in place for that where you live <laughs> than we do. Um, I'm curious how it is over there. Just like if people are, um, you know, what's the morale over there? What's the morale? Yeah, I feel like we're in a different bubble up here. It's it's a really strange world. It's like we're very protected. And yet I feel like a bit isolated as well, like from not in the world. But I think it's time for us to be in the world to really, that's why I really, I'm so happy to talk with you so we can get inspiration to open up to, to the rest of the world. It's like, I'm not even feeling we're in Europe. Sometimes we're in this outcast of, yeah. it's like a paradise, but yet we have so much to learn from, from the world. And that's why I am. I think it's fascinating to have my own business to be the boss so I can do so many things instantly, you know, make the changes and to manifest a new culture here. Yeah, it's really cool to be like a thought leader in your country and to be able to expose people to to new ways of thinking and also to be like feeding them on that level is so beautiful to be like changing their cellular makeup with this beautiful food and just health. It's, it's, it's comes down to treating yourself, you know, being worthy of the best of the best, you know, it's self-care. And yeah, like you said, it's like, it takes, it takes being exposed to it to even know, like without someone showing you that it's possible or giving you the tools or the resources, it can feel very out of reach. So it's like, you're creating that for your community, which is so beautiful. Oh, that that is that is amazing, but it's all about simplicity, and I feel that is the clue for this this talk. Is manifestation is such a big word, but maybe it's really about simplicity and mm. the, the the smallest things, the moments, and from there we can build really big stuff. But it's like the happiness and the joy and the pleasure is usually in the in the mundane, you know, in the yeah. everyday moments. 
Yes, because if it's if you're only after this like big thing, you miss the whole journey on the way, and the journey is your life, right? The small steps of it every day, waking up, your morning routine, your 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 whole flow of your day, your interactions that makes up your life. You know, so if you tweak a couple of those things that are repeated every single day, those are and add up to really big changes. Even the smallest little shift in the morning routine can change the rest of your day. So we know it now. Keep it simple. Enjoy life. Take it easy. This was a great episode. I'm gonna simplify my life now and stress less, fix less and be more creative in stillness. I think it's time for that. I'm so grateful for this episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. I absolutely did. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always send me um, that question on Instagram, LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, And if you want to rate and review this podcast, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. That would be great. And I wish you a beautiful day or evening, wherever you are in the world. Um, See you soon.